All right, we are back with another edition of the Rockcast. I am Josh Easter, your host, and we are here with another special guest from the Indian Football Program this week, running back coach Mike Hart. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you having me today. And we we just got playing some done playing some some jokes with SID extraordinaire Jeff Kag. Yeah, we tried to, but someone ruined it in yeah, the in I, the facility. It, it's so. it's okay. It was going to be good though. It's okay. Know. But it happened. It, it happens. It, it, you know. it, it happens. Absolutely. Let's so so let's get right into things. Here at Indiana, you've been here now for a, a little bit of time, I guess. What has your time been like at Indiana so far? You know, it's been great. I'm going on, what, two and a half years now? It's been my third season mm-hmm. here. And um, I got here actually, I think it was March 4th or 5th a couple years ago. So it's kind of rounding up. It's about to be three years pretty mm-hmm. soon as, as far as full time. But two seasons, and it's been great. You know, obviously, um, I got a lot of respect for Coach Allen and who he is and the way he runs things and the way he does things. And players we have and um it's been great you know i can't can't complain about anything absolutely and as we are talking here on friday march 1st we were basically 24 hours away from the start of spring football i guess what's the excitement level around this this program right now it's always fun you know (laughs) spring ball starts back up it happens fast you know especially this year with our new offense coordinator with kaylin the board coming in um you know as a staff we had a it it was it was a quick turnaround Mm -hmm. because you know obviously new offense new things going on and then to, we have to teach that offense to the players. And so Saturday morning, we have our first time with them. And so it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of bad days in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we'll get it going, though. But I'm uh, we're excited, though. We're, we're really excited. How does your role change, if at all, with the new offensive coordinator coming in and just kind of learning the way he likes to do things? Um, I, I don't say my I, – I don't know if my role will change. Mm-hmm. It's just understanding and learning and working. Well, like we all have to work together, right? Everyone, yeah. when you get a new boss, things change, right? Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, no matter what happens in any business or entity that you're involved with, it changes. So um, we all have to figure out between me, Coach Hiller, Coach Hurd, Coach Sheridan, what does he want? How does he want it done? And then with him, the great thing about Coach DeBoer is that he wants to hear from us too, mm-hmm. you know, as far as what do we think, what do we want to do. And so it, it, it's it's just kind of like how are we going to mesh as a staff to fix everything and make everything go the way it needs to go so we can win games because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you got to win games. Right. And coming off of last season, obviously Stevie Scott had an incredible freshman season. I guess what what was it like seeing him come in as a freshman and kind of earn that starting role as the season went on? Well, as I, as I tell Stevie every day, he didn't really earn it. It just happened. <laughs> you know, a couple of things happened last year, right, yeah. which are which, which which are unfortunate events, but um, it happened. But he took advantage of it, mm-hmm. right? And so, when you're when you're put in position to succeed, if you don't take advantage of it, then it's a problem. You know, he took advantage of it. So I'm actually really excited to see what he can do this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we have Cole coming back this year with towards right. ACL last year, and we have some younger guys who are really good. Um, Ronnie Walker, mm-hmm. you know, coming back. And so Rod Lloyd, who a lot of you guys don't know, but he's a great player for us. You know, you have Christian Paycheck coming back, who, you know, redshirted last year. Rod Lloyd redshirted last year. And so we have a lot of young young talent on the roster in the running back room, which I'm really excited to see. Um, it fell into Stevie's hands last year. Right. He did a great job. He earned it. He did a, fun, he did, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see if he can keep it. And that's what I tell them every day, you mm-hmm. know. And I tell you this, I tell the public this, because I never shy away from that. Like mm-hmm. if he, he's been working hard, he's been doing a great job, but he's got to keep it, he's got to earn it, and we'll see what he does. So now, with all of those names you you just kind of mentioned, I guess how do you 
I guess management. It's for lack of a better term. Yeah, that's probably gonna be my problem. Yeah. Ma- ma- <laughs> it's more of a management issue yeah, for me. Yeah. It's not a talent issue anymore. I don't right. think. Um, it's gonna be a management issue, and all I can say is, you know, through spring ball, through fall camp, whoever earns is gonna play. Mm-hmm. Best man plays. You know, we got a couple young guys coming in. You know, in in June and July, you know, that will be new. Um, you know, Samson's already here. He came in mid year, so. It's going to be fun. You know, competition breed, you know, it's just competition is great. Mm-hmm. When you have competition, it makes people a lot better. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be fun to see who rises to the occasion. So you yourself coming off a college career and an NFL career, you you get basically got right into coaching and you're you're in 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 your I guess young 30s right now. I guess how did you get into coaching so quick and kind of what what went into that? I'm old. I'm old 30. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm old 30. Um I've been married for probably longer than I've been coaching, so that's okay. why I said I'm old. Third, all so right, all right. I'm going on year eight now, being married, and um, you know my son's what he just turned eight, so I'm going to year nine. Excuse me about right. my marriage. So got to get that right. Yeah, I got to get that right. <laughs> um, but so my son's eight. My daughter, I have a six year old daughter. I have a nine month old. So that's where I was coming from. That's why I was coming right. this late. And as right, you see me in my Starbucks, um, <laughs> got to wake up today. Of course. Um, but. I knew I always wanted to coach. It was it, it was one of those things. It wasn't like, am I going to coach? Do I want to be a coach? It was like, when am I going to coach? Okay. You know, and, you know, going to school, going to college. Uh, when I got to college, I knew I really wanted to coach. And then, when you know, when I got to the NFL, it was like, okay, do I do it now or do I wait another year? Or do I wait another year? And then when the opportunity presented itself, I was just like, hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't one of those guys. I had the opportunity to go to – you know, it was during the lockout. Um, I had an opportunity to say, hey, let me chase it. Let me keep going. Colts told me they were going to resign me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I had a great opportunity with a head coach, a, a coach that I previously knew, who was head coach at the university. And he said, hey, you can come here and coach. I just took it. I didn't want to bounce around. I didn't want to go camps. I didn't want to play in the NFL anymore. I just went. I just went. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was dove straight in mm-hmm. you know from that standpoint so but speaking of i guess bouncing around you've you've already been at i think four different schools now coaching i guess what has allowed you to excel i guess up the coaching ranks as, as quickly as possible to a power five school like indiana um i've been at four universities yep one two three four so four universities in eight years so that's that's pretty quick uh, right uh, yeah <laughs> I don't call it rising, yeah. but I, but but um, yes. I mean, my son's lived in five five different places since he's mm-hmm. been eight years. I mean, he's eight. He just turned, he just turned eight. Yeah, lived in five different places. So yeah, it, I mean, sometimes I go home and say, hey, "Daddy, are we moving?" And I say, "No, we're like staying here. I love it here." Yeah, you know, um, but because he's just kind of used to moving. But I just think that when you work hard, when you know what you want, when you have a plan, then it takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, and Started where I started, you know, then I started Eastern Michigan, went to Western Michigan, actually went back home to where I grew up 10 minutes from that university. Mm -hmm. And it's just sometimes like things happen for a reason. And I believe in Tom Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're going to do some really good things here. We're really close. And I can't wait till it gets done because it's going to be really, really special. And it's going to happen, you know, um, that's why, and that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Was there a specific coach that you were having conversations with that was kind of 
I guess, a, a mentor in a way to get you into the coaching world? I mean, my, my college coach. You know, that's why I'm a coach now. Mm-hmm. You know, my college head coach, Lloyd Carr. Mm-hmm. You know, before I take a job, before I make a move, before I do anything, I call Coach Carr. Wow, okay. You know, and uh, every time he calls me, you know, every time I call him, he picks up. There's no questions asked. And he, and we just, we, we talk about things and we go from there, you know. And good, bad, and different. Um, I never make a, I'm, I never do anything without talking to Coach Carr. Okay. Because, like, he had that much of an impact in my life. And, you know, from that standpoint, and then my strength coach, Coach Gittleson. It's almost like Coach Ballou at IU. Okay. Where the things Coach Ballou does here at Indiana University are phenomenal. And the person he is, the way he does things, the way he connects with the players, that was kind of like my strength coach when I was in college. Okay. And it just it just those things, you know, they, they help you grow. They make you into the person you want to be. And that's why I got into coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, and I work for two people. I say I work for t- Coach Allen, obviously, but Coach Ballou, you know, he's he's a direct reflect of who Coach Allen is, and it's just awesome from that standpoint. You know that the things I the way I grew up in college is what is what's here at Indiana University. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. And speaking of Coach Ballou, I think it was mentioned yesterday when Tom Allen was meeting with the media that Stevie Scott has been one of the best in the weight room this off season. I guess. How how excited are you to to finally see him on the field tomorrow? Well, we'll see. Or I guess in spring ball. Yeah, I guess yeah. spring ball. Yeah, I mean it, we'll we'll see. Like I say, you know, <laughs> we talk about running backs. I never get excited because I'm like, hey, show me, don't tell me. Yeah, okay. You know, and he's been doing a phenomenal job. Don't get that. Ronnie Walker's been doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. Rod Lloyd's been doing a phenomenal job. You know, Christian Paycheck's been doing a phenomenal job. Cole Guest's been doing a phenomenal job. So, at the end of the day, in my mind. As I tell everybody all the time, just show me. Mm-hmm. If you show me, I'll believe it. All right. You know, but I, but I'm excited. I'm just excited to get going. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I want to start yelling at the players again, <laughs> you know, from that standpoint. So so you, you just kind of got off the recruiting trail. You're still on the recruiting I guess it's always, you're, you're always on the yeah, recruiting always, trail. Recruiting never stops. I mean, when, when you're talking to these high school kids and you've had running backs in Indiana, I guess maybe not you yourself, but you've seen running backs come before like Tevin Coleman mm-hmm. and Jordan Howard. I guess what does that say to, I guess, get running backs here? And I guess Divine Redding too. Yeah. Well, the the one thing I would say about it is just that I didn't coach Tevin Coleman. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't coach Jordan Howard. You know, Dylan coached them. Mm-hmm. I didn't coach Divine, you know. And the one thing I thought Dylan did a great job of building just – a legacy of running backs at IU, but it doesn't go. It, it goes way before Dealand, right? You know, it goes back to to AT, you know, who was arguably be the best player in Indiana University history, right? So it goes all all the way back to him. And so I think there's been a legacy of great running backs here, and I have a coach a lot of them, you know. But the path has been set for me, so in my opinion, the job is to continue that path from that standpoint, and. That's all I can try to do, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, but it's it's is it? I can say, hey, we have these guys in the NFL mm-hmm. who are starting, yeah, two running backs, yeah, which is a big deal. Talk about thirty-two teams in the NFL, and you really have two. You have two running backs from one university that are starting. Pretty good percentage. I don't, I don't think there's many universities that can say that, right? Um, maybe maybe one in the SEC or, but it's you know there's not many schools that can say that. Um, so I can say it, but I don't want to take credit for it. Is right. what I'm saying, okay. you know, from that standpoint. So I think that just the university has a, like that's how special this place is. I guess is what I should say. Mm-hmm. 
if you come here, then you have a chance to like reach all your dreams from that mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, do I think I'm a heck of a running back coach? Yes. Don't don't <laughs> ever don't don't don't. I'm not I'm not trying to downplay myself at right. all, but I don't want to take credit for something I haven't done. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be there's other universities I've been at where there's running backs in the NFL that I've coached that I've recruited, mm-hmm. and so. But I think it's a lot easier if you come here because of what we have to offer. The linemen we have, those type of things. So um, I just put all the things together when I recruit and we yeah. go from there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. it's, it's I'm not going to take credit for nothing, you know, something I haven't done, but I'm also going to tell you what I have done mm-hmm. in, in my past, you know, from that standpoint. So so when you walk into the running back room tomorrow, I guess what what is your Saturday? I, I got to yeah. say this because it's evergreen, you know. Yeah. Um, what is your message going to be to this this I guess fairly big running back group right now? There's no starter. That's all I gotta say. All right. There's no starter. And so I think a lot of times that people think, oh, Stevie ran for twelve hundred yards or thirteen hundred yards last year, but that doesn't mean he's gonna be a starter. You know, everyone's like, Oh, what's Stevie gonna do next year? You expect him to run for seventeen hundred yards. Mm-hmm. If he didn't work hard this offseason, which he has, yeah. I guess, yeah. is what I've heard. We'll see, though. Yeah. Right? And, but there's no starter. Mm-hmm. You know, before Stevie, there was Cole Guest. Cole Guest is coming back. You know what I mean? So, Samson James came in mid year. Rod Lloyd, Christian Paycheck, Connor Thomas, they've been busting their butts. So, it's it goes back to, we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but 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 that's just my my thing is going to be like there's no starter. That's all I'll say. Right, and they know that there's mm-hmm. never a starter because mm-hmm. you can always get passed. And if I don't if I don't challenge you every day, then I'm not doing my job as a coach because mm-hmm. you're not going to get better. If Stevie Scott stayed the same all off season, then Ronnie Walker is going to be the starter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so that I just, I just you know I throw that out there like Ronnie Ronnie's been here for a while too. Mm-hmm. Right, this time last year yeah. everyone talked about Ronnie Walker. That's that's true. Yeah. And so Ronnie's, Ronnie had a great year last year. I mean, he ran for 400 yards, two freshmen, or 300. I don't know what it was, but a minimum carry. So May, there, I guess there, he made no, the most of what he got, right? Yeah, yeah, so there's so much competition in that room that I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. You know, and the cream will rise, mm-hmm. right? That's what, that's what everyone says, so we'll see. So I guess that kind of relates to – what your situation was with the Colts when you were in the NFL. I mean, you were behind some two very good running backs, uh, and, and you also made a Super Bowl. I guess how how do you then kind of take what you learned in that situation and kind of coach these these young guys and tell them that you may not start from day one, but your time will come at some point. It's, I mean, to me, it's just, I mean, you have to look at. I mean, I guess my past from my <laughs> standpoint um, from the Colts, but. I think the NFL is a different entity from mm-hmm. that standpoint. But I think if you look at last year and, you know, I'll use a Rod Lloyd, for example. He probably had – he had minimum carries throughout spring ball mm-hmm. last year. And then you get 15 practices, right? Practice 10 or ni- 9 or 10, a couple guys got hurt, and he got thrown into the fire. And he took advantage of the chances he had. And – you look at our spring ball draft, Rod Lloyd was, I think he was the number two pick, overall pick wow. in the draft, right, as a, as a walk-on. And so going back to your question, I think that if you 
like I just tell them that. Like you never know when your chance is gonna, you know, be here. Mm-hmm. And so you better pay attention. You better know what you're doing. You may have one carry the first two practices, but in practice eight, you better know what you're doing because you may have all the carries. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take advantage of that chance, right? Stevie Scott, he he wasn't gonna play a lot last year, mm-hmm. and then two incidents happened. And all of a sudden, he became the guy. Yeah. Ronnie Walker wasn't going to play a lot last year. Two incidents happened. He became the number two guy. Right? And so, you better be ready to go when you, when your name is called. Mm-hmm. And so, I use this. Like, I mean, all I got to use is last year. Yeah. I and mean, that's, a, that's a good example. Yeah. You know, that's all I have to do is talk about last year. Because two guys played last year. They weren't really going to play much. So, mm-hmm. that's all I, I mean. That's, that's yeah. So I guess you yourself, going to your time in the NFL with the Colts, you got to play in a Super Bowl, and not a lot of guys get to play in a Super Bowl. But I guess what what was that experience like and just kind of going through the, the whole Super Bowl week, going through all the playoffs? I guess what is it like to play in a in, in a Super Bowl where everybody is watching? Yeah, I tell people I was on the team. I didn't play <laughs> that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but, but I, I, I mean, I, I lost the Super Bowl. Is yeah, what I tell people. I, I, I did lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it crushes me every time people ask me. Um, I have an AFC Championship ring, which most people say that's great, right? That is it. In my mind, I'm like every time I look at, it, I'm like that means I lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess I don't have Super true. Bowl ring, right? And cause I like winning, but it was a phenomenal experience. You know, I tell, I, I tell recruits all the time. I had, I had two carries for probably three yards. I don't. I, I, I had two. Got carries, on the so, field. You know, I played on special teams, and um, <clears throat> I did have two carries in the Super Bowl. But it was just a phenomenal experience because, like, that's like the top of the iceberg, right? Oh like, yeah. When you want to, you say you want to climb a mountain. Like, as a football player, a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you, I played in it. Yeah. And so, can I complain? I still can because I'm. You know, because I didn't win. Yeah, yeah. But it was a phenomenal experience from the media, from seeing how people act, from just seeing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you get these, how many people want to come to the games, people in the area, um, the kickoff. You know, you always you see all the flashes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, at, at the first kickoff. And it was just kind of like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, you don't see it in the moment, but looking back at it, it's like, this was amazing. Yeah. And I guess I appreciate it a lot more now. Than I did then mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, you're with the Colts. We're gonna be a Super Bowl again next year. Yeah, right. Peyton but, Manning, but it, but it's hard to do, right? You know, and it's not people. There's not many people that can say, hey, I played in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and had two carries, whether it was for negative five yards or for hundred yards. Like, yeah, and so I appreciate it, and the experience has just taught me that hey, you better appreciate things, you know, because it's not easy to win. Right, it's hard to win. There's one team that wins the Super Bowl every year. I have an AFC championship ring. Does that mean our team was bad? No. Or does it just mean? Maybe you know, just, you know what I mean? Maybe like, it's one team was just a little bit mean, better. You know? yeah. Or does it mean that you missed the onside? You know, we didn't recover a surprise onside kick at yeah. halftime. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was there, too. It could have been me. Could have changed the whole game. You know? We we didn't recover it. If we would have recovered it, probably would have won. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. You know, going back to that point. So, is it? Is it a little weird coming, I guess, full circle that an Indiana guy was the guy that beat you, beat the Indiana team in the Super Bowl? No, I know it's probably it, a sore it, it, subject. It's a it's a little weird. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, because you want to root for that guy, I'm Again, sure. do many people know who the Indi- Indiana guy is? Tracy Porter. I know who he is. Yeah. Because I lost Super Bowl to him. <laughs> right? But, like, that's, but going back to your point, like, there's a lot of good players that come out of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Do people know that he won a Super Bowl for a franchise? I think Buffalo has his jersey. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That guy, like, phenomenal. Phenomenal player. I don't know him personally. Right. Never met him. Wish he would come back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know the last time he's been. I, I've been here three years. I haven't met him yet. Okay. You know, but like a guy like that, like, there's been so many great players around here. This is not Antoine randall mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that dude won a Super Bowl. He beat my team in a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's okay. In Indiana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he, like, he's a heck of a player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Courtney Roby. He went to Indiana too, correct? I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. I think. Oh boy, you're you're, you're testing me. I know Cody Latimer did for sure. He I know Latimer did. Bowl. Courtney Roby, I'm pretty sure he did. Because I'm pretty sure he was on that team too. Let's look that up real quick. Oh boy. We're we're Let's under see. the clock here. Uh North Central High School, Indianapolis, Indiana. There you go. Right. Was he on that team? I th- I believe so, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of people, like there's been a lot of successful players here, and it, it, it's awesome. And I lost to them in the yeah. Super Bowl, yeah. which is why I'll tell you. So I know we're under the clock, but we'll <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, so as we kind of wrap this up here, we like to do rapid-fire questions at the end of all these podcasts. Um, I guess, so just first thing that comes to your mind, spit it out. I'll ask you a follow-up question if, right. I, if I find it interesting. Uh, first one, what is currently on the top of your bucket list? Hmm. Either football, no football. Uh, visit Australia. Visit Australia. Have you talked to Hayden Whitehead? I talked to him all the time. That's why I said visit Australia. <laughs> you know? He was on this podcast too. <laughs> uh, Tell him he did a terrible job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but Australia. Australia. All right, all right. What is one item you couldn't live without? My wife. Oh, because okay. She takes care of my kids. You know? All right. So my wife's not there, then I, my kids will have issues. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite cuisine type of food? Probably Thai food. Thai food. Mm-hmm. Mai Thai down in Bloomington? Mai Thai, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's good. Uh, well, no, no, uh, yeah, I'm not getting paid for sponsorship. That's so okay. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place you've traveled to? I've been to China twice. Phenomenal. Oh, okay. Yeah, phenomenal. What do you enjoy about China? Just the – China was crazy. Oh. I'm, I, that's like a whole podcast by itself. Probably. Oh, okay. But like it, it's – I, I was like real China, not like hey, let's hang in Sh- Shanghai and you. You want to? You know, I was in like real inland China. I love that. That's great. You know what I mean? And the toilets, the the food, the everything. Like it was, it was like real life. Like, okay. There wasn't real toilets like you Americans like to have, <laughs> as I call, as we call you in China. Yeah. You know. But no, I'm just joking. But it was it was it was it was totally different than everything I experienced. You appreciate America a lot more. That's all I'll Interesting. Say. All right. So I guess follow up to all the rapid fires. You seem like you're a big travel guy. Is that fair to say? I travel when I can, yes. Okay. okay. I, I, I do. I travel when I can. Okay. So, we yeah, travel next week, so we'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I guess just last question as we wrap this up. Um, I guess what are you looking forward to this upcoming season? I'm looking for, I'm, I already said it one time already, but who rises to the top? In the running back room, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, who rises to the top? Because there's a lot of competition. We're young. All right. 
I appreciate having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. That was another episode of The Rockcast. We'll talk to you next week.